Cynthia, and here at Mama's Pearls, we like to take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. For this next half hour, I invite you to stop, think, feel, and invite a little bit of spirit into your daily lives. So many of us as working and busy parents and just people out there do not have time to just sit and reflect and to take in. That's why I really started to do the Mama's Pearls radio show to give us a little bit of an extra boost. And I invite you to all get strung out with us on www.mamaspearls.com to read our weekly blogs. And, you know, we always have this radio show as a forum to go a little bit deeper. Last week, We took the week off, but the week before, we had a beautiful show called Unity Divided, and the pearl of the week was the yin-yang effect. And we had our, or I should say, my personal Egyptian priestess, who I just love, Hala Namastada, on the show with us, who is an intuitive healer and crystal worker, as well as a fashion designer, and she just can just rock the house. She's also a DJ. And we really took a look into the mixed-up polar opposite feelings that were happening the weekend that we started with the royal wedding and ended with the death of Osama bin Laden. And we took it into into a deeper level of how to basically stay still and Hollis suggested the beautiful pearl of taking these events from the place of being a witness as opposed to a participant. When you participate in something as extreme as those two polar opposites, you literally get swung from one end of the emotional spectrum and the love and the high of the royal wedding, which to me was like the pinnacle of love, into the full swing of the other opposite side of the spectrum into fear which is what Osama bin Laden has been the poster child for in America for over a decade. So without going through that mood swing, how do we kind of take it to a deeper, more rooted place where we can be a witness? So I invite you all to check out last to check out that show, Unity Divided. All of the past shows on Mama's Pearls are at www.blogtalkradio.com. And this week, we're kind of switching gears. We're kicking off Memorial Day, which is really the the kickstart to summer. And going into summer, you know, I already just feel everything wanting to lighten up. I just feel myself wanting to lighten up with what I'm eating and what I'm drinking and what I'm wearing and, you know, and as well as kind of my spirit. Everything just gets lighter. I want to be outside more. I want to be by the water. I want to be planting. I want to be doing all of these things in my life that I couldn't do during this blastedly cold winter that we had here in the Northeast. 
So what I kind of did in my own little way to celebrate, which I've been kind of gearing up for for the last couple of years, was undergoing a serious, serious haircut. I chopped about 10 inches off my hair, and I was really at the point where I was ready to do it, and even like holding those 10 inches in my hand of just, you know, separated hair, it's bringing up all of these kind of interesting feelings for me. And the pearl of the week is gaining through losing. So I invite you all to kind of stop and think for a minute of something that you all hold onto as a crutch, whether um, in your vanity, and I find, you know, obviously hair is a very vain trait and characteristic of people, but we attach so much importance to it, especially women. If our hair doesn't look good, we simply just don't feel good. And that's how I really feel um, and felt about my hair. I was so completely attached to it. So what else in your life do you have that level of attachment to that you might be able to let go? And I wanted to not only let it go, my hair that is, but really pay it forward. So I went ahead and I donated it. So many people asked me if I donated it. Yes, I mailed it in, which was kind of weird, just kind of sticking my ponytail of hair in the mail and mailing it off to a Pantene Beautiful Length. I did not do Locks of Love. People ask me, you know, have you did Locks of Love or Pantene Beautiful Length? There are so many other places that do make wigs and Pantene Beautiful Length, they make them specifically for cancer patients and mostly for children, and they do not charge for the wigs, and that's really why I wanted to go ahead and donate there. But um, there are a ton of other resources. If you just kind of Google Donate Hair, you'll find a million other places. You might be able to find places near you, and you can ask also at your salon if they participate in a regular program. So going through all of these like little style makeovers and really examining my lifestyle and kind of getting us geared up for summer, I really wanted to bring on a guest today that can kind of help. We all know here at Mama's Pearls, I'm not the style maven when it comes to fashion and those kind of expert things. So I always kind of bring on an expert. In the past, I brought on my sister Valerie and I brought on Bonnie Zarabi of Bonnie Park to kind of coach me through it. And today you guys are all up for a super big treat as we welcome Miss Michelle Pace onto the show. Now, Michelle is the founder and editor-in-chief of StyleMom.com. If you guys don't know of this website, especially all the moms out there, go check out www.StyleMom.com because she does give kind of the the overall feeling of lifestyle and kind of taking taking being a mom in fashion and in stride. And she's been in the advertising and marketing and entertainment industry for over 15 years. She worked with a ton of major brands. She is a fashion junkie and she combines all of that to really make women and moms feel beautiful and like a woman. She recently invited me to an event out at um, Aqua Beauty Beauty Bar, which I actually used to go to when I lived in the city, and it was a wonderful, wonderful night out filled with tampering, as well as trying on and sampling diamonds from Iced Orchids, which is a new online um, American jewelry store, and I'm going to be writing a more full review, which will be posted on the Mama's Pearl specials. So without further ado, and a big warm welcome and thank you, I will extend now to Ms. Nichelle. Nichelle, are you with us? 
Yes, I am. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on this show. And I was like, I was so excited to meet you. I've seen you in 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 passing at a bunch of other events. And when when you when you invited me to yours, I was just so excited to meet you in person and get a little bit of a taste of what high style and that kind of life can be like again for a mama. Thank yeah, you. it was it was a great night. I think there was full of smiles. Everybody was happy, so I was very happy. It was amazing. And what kind of amazed me because, you know, I've stopped really doing manicures. My hair is mostly up in a ponytail. You know, I've really kind of stopped indulging. And being treated and pampered for a night, and I, I said to one of the women, it, it really made me feel like a woman again. And yeah, normal, you feel this, normal, right? I felt normal, and it was like, but but why? What it? What is that connection and kind of like that true need that women have when it comes to beauty? Well, you know what? Because I, I think it's it's connected first of all to to inherent guilt. Uh, you just mentioned I stopped indulging. Why is that an yeah. indulgence versus a necessity for your well-being? <laughs> I think too many people look at things like going to get a massage or a manicure and pedicure, which can be very therapeutic. And 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 the way you feel and, and having that time to relax and regroup right. and just feel normal again actually is more beneficial for your children in the long run. Right. And I think we forget about that, so we see those things as something special as an indulgence versus something we need to do, like you need to brush your teeth every day. You, you need to do certain things to kind of maintain yourself and your well-being, and I think we don't see it as that all the time, but it's so necessary, and, and, it, and it directly, you know, can have an effect on your home life and your happiness. Yeah, I I so agree with you, but at the same time, like even just sitting there in in the in the chair at the salon, ready to cut my hair, it's like it just felt so superficial and so vain and so shallow. Yet there's something that's so you know the direct attachment that we have towards our appearance. You know, and I totally agree with what you're saying about it's you know, it's maintenance and it's. It is kind of a necessity. When you do take those 20, 30 minutes for yourself, you can completely just transform and relax and get reinvigorated. Mm-hmm. So true, so true. And, and and you know, I and we all have our own issues with our vanity things. Some people are more vain about their homes than they are about their clothing or more vain about their cars than they are about their hair or vice versa. But in the long run, I think I think the basis for the need to even take the time to yourself is is it's more deeper than just what you look like on the outside or what you're wearing or what designer brand you're wearing. It's it's really how how are you express you know how do you kind of express yourself creatively, whether it be through your hair or your clothing, but how do you maintain a sense of self? It's really not about so much of, you know, the outward appearance, but how you maintain a sense of self and how you how you feel about yourself and towards yourself. And, you know, some of us can be 
beat themselves up. I mean, it took me two years to get headshots. I was so like, no, I don't want to know what I need to do that for. I just crop some pictures. Oh, I feel like, you know, and so I finally posted up. And, and the whole time I was goofing off because, you know, I didn't, I didn't really take it that seriously. But, you know, we have so many other issues to deal with as mothers right. and right. on the day-to-day. On the -day, it's just sometimes nice to just take a breath and just relax because, you know, it's not that serious, <laughs> um, fashion and beauty. It, it's, a, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be the fun side, like when, like going to a movie or going to read your favorite book. It should be in the in the same manner when you go to get a mani-pedi or go buy a new pair of cargo shorts for summer. It's it's the same thing. It's not supposed to be taken so seriously. So I like to take the seriousness out of fashion and dressing and, and get back to fun. When we were little kids, it was fun. We played dress right. up with our dolls. We had paper dolls. You know, we couldn't wait to get into the costume box at school, right. you know, and daycare. So why should that change as adults? Right, and and I love doing that with my daughter, but I think what you're saying, like even when you're saying that you were hesitant about kind of doing your own headshots, it's like once the spotlights turn on us as the moms and as women to really shine, a lot of us are like, no, 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 no. You know, we, we don't, we don't want that spotlight. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we, we freak, freak out. out. And then you go through the long list of, okay, so I need to do some major retail therapy. And I think you hit the nail on the head of why it's called retail therapy about maintaining our self, sense of self. But then we do our checklist. I need a new outfit. I need to get my hair done. Oh, crap. I also not only need to get it done, but I need to cover my grays that are coming in. And where do those come from? <laughs> my nails look like crap. My face hasn't been touched by a professional facialist in like a year, you know, we we do. I mean, I know I've definitely kind of let that stuff kind of fall to the back, but bringing it back up to the front, I mean, what are some kind of cost-effective measures that we can do? Because those things, you know, are luxuries in the sense of that they do cost money. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I'm always about, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of find, finding ways to, you know, add beauty and style to your regiment without breaking the bank and without making it stressful. Things like, you know, you can't get to the, you know, get a manicure. I, I, I love using the new nail sheets where they're just the press-on nail polish and you peel really? and stick. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. You know, you need a quick manicure. It, it takes you five minutes and you're done and it's already dry because it goes on dry. And, and you're finished and they have fun colors and prints. So there's all kinds of things that you can do. And just like little things like, okay, my my dead ends are a wreck. Well, I'm sure you have eggs and, and mayonnaise in your in your refrigerator or some avocado. Make yourself a little mask. Sit it on while you're doing laundry. Put it on your hair. Add a little plastic bag. Have a deep conditioner. I mean, there's all kinds of things we can do. I, I don't get facials either. I think I had a facial maybe two or three times in my lifetime. But there's all kinds of, you know, natural remedies. If you, if you just Google homemade masks for your, like, face, even have, you know, things for to give yourself a good homemade foot scrub, there's all kinds of things we can do in our own home to kind of take that time and do double duty. Like I said, while you're doing laundry, do a deep conditioner or put a face mask on or, you know, if you don't have time for a manicure, because I hate waiting for the paint to dry. I'm going to be honest with you. I always mess up my nails because I can't stand waiting for the paint to dry. Um, 
but like I said, there's 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 quick turnkey alternatives than having the full glam squad out. No, nobody ever really has time for that unless you're some A-list celeb. And even then, half of them don't. You know, they're like, damn it, I got to sit in here and make up for two hours. That's two hours of my life. Right. I can't get back. <laughs> right. Well, well, here's what also kind of just made me giggle when I was doing the the makeover part of my wonderfully pampered night <laughs> sponsored by <laughs> by you and by Ice Orchids was, um, you know, the the makeup stylist was like, oh, you have such even skin tone. And, like, 20 minutes goes by, and she's still applying, like, foundation and concealer. <laughs> like, really, if my skin tone was that even, like, would it really take you 20 minutes to and try I, and, and even I'm it out? And I'm always wary of that, too. And, and I don't think it's because you don't. I think it's because if you, if you really watch a makeup artist, they're really being an artist. So they're, like, taking right. their time, creating, shading it so it looks perfect to them. And, and they tend to sit on you maybe a little bit longer when they do like your skin tone because they feel as though you're more of a better canvas for them. Oh, that's a so. beautiful way of looking at it. Okay, so you know. moms, don't take yeah. it personally and don't get no. self-conscious. Don't, don't take it, it personally at that all. they want to yeah. play with you. Right. They I'm leery when they only take five minutes. I'm like, well, <laughs> I know I need a, a little bit of blending or something. <laughs> That's when like, I get oh, weary. Honey. I'm like, right. it, it, I'm just putting lipstick on a pig right now. What is going on? <laughs> it, it, am I not worthy of a good, like, half-hour sit-down of nice, clean makeup? And to be honest with you, to get a clean look, it actually takes longer than it does to do, like, full-out drag queen makeup because there is so much blending. I just learned this from my stylist the other day. Clean, clean looks. And when you see, you know, these looks like they're on the runway and they don't hardly have any makeup or anything or they're washed out, those actually, the clean looks take longer because there's so much blending and getting that pristine, like, clean face look than it does to, you know, look like RuPaul, which I thought was kind of funny. That's amazing. That's amazing. When when you do start looking down the road and kind of the behind the scenes, it's kind of, it, it it really truly is amazing. I mean, I remember once seeing a photo spread of Jennifer Lopez and they um had her basically pinned into the dress with clothespins to make it fit because the sample size was too small. And you right. only would know that from, you know, from the front side it looks perfect, but from the back she's a big old mess just like any any of us else. <laughs> when we go and we're rushing to a wedding and it's been five years since you bought a dress and you're taking out your pre-pregnancy clothes and you try and throw that on and you're like, oh, my God, it doesn't fit. And you kind of, you know, do makeshift things. What's kind of your favorite, like, makeshift, <laughs> makeshift tip? My makeshift tip is that I keep accessories to hide things a lot. I'm a scarf junkie. I recently color-coded, coordinated all my scarves in my closet. Don't ask me why. I just felt (laughs) manic one day. Um, But, you know, sometimes I wear a scarf if I don't really like the shirt I'm wearing. I could add a bunch of color. Um, And I've been a fan of playing with updos and hairstyles. I know people are saying I'm having a bad hair day, I can't wear my hair down. Well, there's other things you could do, like, you know, the high bun ponytail. Um, I'm a a big fan of bobby pins. I feel like a lot of the tradition has been lost on how to do a classic updo and and all the different things you can do with just a pack of bobby pins in a matter of five minutes with your hair. 
Um, so those are some of the two go-to things I do. And usually when I when I only take ten, you know, five minutes with some bobby pins to pin my hair up into some messy updo, I get more compliments than when I just sat at the salon for an hour and a half getting my hair blown out and all flowy. So there's there's okay. a lot of quick there's fixes that I think we there. we take for granted. Yeah. Two questions there. So one, do you have a story or pictures on, like, how to do pictures on filemom.com for updos? Because I think that's brilliant for summer, and particularly, you know, with me now with my nice short hair. I can barely pull back in a ponytail. <laughs> no, but there is an updo kit that I saw at Fashion Week two years ago. I will find the name and the link to it, and I will send it awesome. to you. But there's an updo okay, awesome. kit. And and this is where this conversation started a couple of years ago. I had with the hairstylist about, he's like, you know, he's like, you'd be surprised how many women don't know how to use bobby pins. I'm like, really? Because to me it was something that was always, you know, kind of passed down the line um, between my mother and my grandmother. I'm like, there's bobby pins everywhere. They're in my purse, they're in my pockets. I mean, we were just, I always thought of us as like, you know, the witch on Bugs Bunny every time she ran or exploded, her bobby pins would shoot everywhere. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> that's how I felt on my wedding night. So, okay, so the next question I wanted to ask you from that, if, if moms only had literally five minutes to get out the door, what is the one thing that they really should do or that you would first go for? For me, you know, bad hair day or hair day, I always usually, hair is usually the last thing I think of. I don't know why. I probably, it should be probably the first. Um, but for me, a, a quick fix is just making sure I have maybe a little lip gloss, mascara, and uh, accessory, whether it's a chunky necklace, bracelet, or earrings. You know, just five minutes to to spruce up a bit, and it doesn't take much. I tell everybody, you could live in jeans and either a tank top and T-shirt every day and still be stylish because you could change your shoes from flats to heels. You can throw on a blazer. You can add a scarf. You can add a short shrug uh, crop shirt style jacket. You can throw on a fedora along with a blazer and your T-shirt and jeans. You could throw on a chunky statement necklace or you could throw on big earrings and put your hair up with your, you know, your your tank top and jeans and throw on some heels. There's so many ways to keep it simple in a, in a base outfit. And it's all an accessory. Any good look besides having a good base and making sure your underwear fit properly and, you you know, you have the right fit and cut in your clothes, that's that's first and foremost number one. But other than that, it's it's accessorizing. It's just how you kind of pull things together, pull pieces. It, it's really no need, you know, especially for a busy mom. It, it, it's not necessary to obsess over it so much. It, it, it really isn't. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, Norma Kamali and her Walmart line. Mm-hmm. Every season mm-hmm. that comes out, I spend about 80 bucks on about six different things, and they are my runaround clothes. Just because you have to run around and you need sweats, if I could, you know, if you're buying a $50 sweatsuit, you could spend $80 and get Norma Kamali and end up with some great cargo pants, uh, a blazer, a fatigue-fitted shirt, you know, a striped dress that is convertible, but it's like cotton and stretchy and it only costs you $12. You know, there's all kinds of things 
that you can do from a style perspective that are inexpensive and quick. I talked about Norma Kamali so much a few months ago because it seemed like I was wearing something like every other day to be comfortable but still stylish. Somebody said, do you work with them? I'm like, no, I don't even know that. <laughs> All I know is it works oh, for me. I'm really glad that you mentioned I'm really glad that you mentioned her though because I mean she's been a designer and in around forever and she's actually one of the ones that that I that I do know because she was she was like the first designer dress that I remember I bought for myself and mm. when I was going to like wedding after wedding after wedding and it was most comfortable beautiful simple like jersey dress that I didn't have to worry about getting ironed or pressed and I still wear it and right. I just love, love it. And she has an amazing line of bathing suits if you go to her her store in, um, like, right off Fifth Avenue on 50, I think, 6th Street or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, and her stuff is just so classic and beautiful. And I just, I, I'm so happy that you're saying that she's at Walmart because that's just awesome. Yeah, she's been at Walmart for a couple of years. And, and I feel like it's so a lot of, of people are quiet. I'm like, how do you not know? And and when right. the stuff comes out, and I know some of the uh, the younger women are going out and buying us this season when she busts out with the cargo pants and the the right. t shirts and the crazy yoga pants and all kinds of stuff. I want bananas <laughs> when right. when I when her her new line came out for the spring at Walmart. I just want bananas. I'm just like it's stylish, it's affordable, and she has a, a great selection on. Um, Walmart's website too. So I, I tell everybody, there was this Batwing cardigan um, that I purchased last winter, and I, I tweeted about it. And I know like three other people was like, okay, I'm buying that right now. Just and and it was, something was like eighteen dollars, and a cardigan that like right. that, and the quality, and the style, you would usually see somebody sell for like a hundred and fifty bucks. So I also think. So funny that you know that you basically put your hair as like your last thing, and for me, it's like my first thing. Like, if my hair doesn't feel good and look good, like my whole mood changes, and I'm really trying to get over that. And that was part of, you know, that's part of kind of the feelings that I'm going through with this with this haircut, which you know, the chop chop. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's, I'm so interested when women don't put that much focus on their hair. Yeah, and it's not like I want to go out looking like a pickaninny or anything, but it's just, you know, usually in the order, the way I process everything is like, okay, how am I going to look from the neck down, shoes, whatever, you know, and me, my thing is this, whether I put my hair in a bun or doll it all up or just slick it back, if my eyebrows are trimmed and my lip gloss and my face looks halfway clear, I should be okay. That's why my hair is usually last because usually for me it's like as long as my eyes look brighter because I have small right. eyes and chinky eyes, I'm happy <laughs> as long as my face looks bright because that's right. usually the first thing people are looking at versus my hair. And usually when I don't, when I really don't care about my hair, is like I said, is when I usually get the most compliments and when I put an effort into my hair, people don't say anything. So I'm like, screw it. <laughs> So what would be your hardest thing to kind of detach to? Like, what is your crutch? Shoes. I'm not even going to lie. 
Yeah. Wow. She's, Again, she's, that, that's like last on my list. It's so interesting. But shoes is probably on the top of like every other woman's list. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a shoe and shoe and bag girl. It's funny because you know with you know the tornadoes and God bless everybody that's going through all that. They put a question on the local mm-hmm. news about you know if you had 15 minutes, what would you take first? And of course, I'm like right. insurance, birth certificate, documents, but I would stick them in my handbags and take. There's like three or four handbags and shoes and my important documents, and everything <laughs> else can burn. Let me just give you one lesson about the shoes because this is like a, a serious lesson from my my grandmother because it is something for us all to have in the back of our minds and kind of reprioritizing and like look around your house. <laughs> and in your life about what's important is that my grandmother, who survived World War II and the Holocaust, she left the the ghetto in Poland, in Warsaw, and she left fully dressed and with, like, her heels on. And obviously her heels broke while they're, you know, going through all the terrain that they were going to, and she said that throughout the war she was just dying to find a comfortable pair of sensible shoes. Yes, and I don't when know. When you find your favorite why. shoes, it's hard to get new ones. It really is. It's true. That's true. But I, but I think that's why I kind of always. Well, I mean, I'm not, my feet are my whatever. They're my probably my least favorite thing. But, but you know, I I tend to go for comfort, and so many women they don't. They're like, you know, you can be comfortable when you're when you're dead type thing. Particularly when it comes to shoes, they'll sacrifice comfort. I can't. No, I hate heels. No, no, and I and I, and I and I wrote a post about that maybe about a year and a half ago, I don't agree with that because, frankly, when my feet hurt, I'm miserable. I don't know about the rest of the world. But if your feet hurt, your whole demeanor changes and you're miserable. And and fashion is pretty much limitless with the options. So there's no excuse for you to have to sacrifice style or comfort at, at this day and age. They have almost every product, whether you want it to be green-friendly from some of the earthy shoe wedges that I love and I've been wearing around, or, you know, you want to be a little more high fashion with some Tory Burch flats. There's all kinds right. of stylish shoes that you can get that are stylish, comfortable. You just have to be selective in, in what you want and, and realize that it's for the long run. And be smart about it. If you like your heels, fine. You know, so many of us love our heels. And so many of us will, you know, pay the price for those heels. I refuse to. If my heels have to go, there's always a pair of flats or flip-flops in my bag. Because foot health is love important it. because that's that's for your own health, your your posture. All those things are important just for your physical well-being, you know, that's why I'm a proponent of things like foot massages and back massages and, and those things um, because, you know, just from a physical standpoint and, well, like I said, well, for your well-being to be better, it's it's important. I don't, I don't believe you have to sacrifice either style or comfort when it comes right. to your shoes. And I know a lot of women think they have to choose sides. You don't have to choose sides. There's way too many products out there that, that that make it so you don't have to choose sides. It's it's the person that that it's it's really based on. If you choose, you know, some look over comfort, that's your fault. 
or if you think you can only get comfort from shoes that aren't you stylish, that's that your fault for being lazy. <laughs> you deserve that blister. Yeah, you know, and if and if you don't like your shoes, you're feeling self-conscious about, you know, your shoes that are comfortable but maybe not so stylish, that's your fault. You, there's there's yeah. stylish com- and comfortable shoes. It, there's too many products on the market right now for people to make excuses about not being able to find both key components in one product because you can. Well, I love what you're saying just about kind of taking it upon yourself to be empowered because it really is about empowerment. And when you feel beautiful and when you attend to that, there is something, there is a core strength that you gain through doing it, whether it's losing an attachment, cutting your hair, spending the time to get reflexology and kind of working on those those finer points that, that connect to the rest of your body and sends off mm-hmm. other signals to kind of match um, where you're at. And your inner being should absolutely reflect your outer being, and I believe it completely does. Sometimes it's reversed. Some people can look gorgeous on the outside and look absolutely perfect, and then when you get it all in there and get to know them and go one step yeah, deeper, they're a big old mess. Yeah, Bringing yeah. it in balance is such a key, and I think it's a real passion, obviously, of yours and the work that you're doing with, with StyleMom.com, and it should also be on the top of you know every woman's to-do list. But to start by just taking the time and attention in a way that you're comfortable. Yeah, and it should be part of your regimen, just period. I mean, we all have our messy days. That's part of life. But you don't have to obsess about it. No, there's a day you might have more time to get ready or or look pretty or, or things of that nature. But I think, you know, it's not about trying to be dressed to the nines or looking picture perfect every day. That's not what it's about. It's about a 360-degree plan for how you keep your well-being. That's all it is, whether it's getting a massage or putting on makeup or buying a new pair of jeans or going on a diet or taking a hike. Whatever you have to do, you have to put in certain components in all areas of your life to feel that. And you, you can see that. Compliment a woman on her outfit or shoes or something she likes and watch her entire posture change, especially if she's not feeling self-confident. It goes a long way, you know, and and people can say what they want, but it's it's so tied to our Mm -hmm. our mental well-being and it's it's just very important that we're, you know, we're not afraid to kind of embrace that part of ourselves because it is tied to our mental well-being and our self-esteem and how we feel about ourselves. And at the same time, don't beat yourself up. It's Like I said, it's you're, you're, you're not curing cancer. Yeah, you know, if, so what if you didn't get the right color? Who cares? It doesn't really matter. It's just it's, it's just clothes. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's not serious. So I, I think that's a beautiful way, and we have about, you know, a a minute and a half left on the show, but I want to invite all of our listeners here at Mama's Pearls to go visit Michelle's website, stylemom.com. Check her out on Facebook. She's just an awesome, powerful woman. And I really want to ask you two of my Come Tell Mama's questions because you mentioned in the beginning that you don't consider a lot of this so-called pampering stuff to be a luxury indulgence. But what do, what do you do as your luxury indulgence? 
What do I do? For me, a luxury indulgence is like a visit to a five-star restaurant at the chef's table. That's a luxury <laughs> indulgence. I don't have to cook, and I know what the food that I'm going to eat is going to be good. To me, that's a luxury. Getting a brand-new luxury vehicle, to me, that's a luxury indulgence because you don't need it. You can go ahead and get a Ford. <laughs> you know, those are the kind of things that I think – are indulgent things that are, you know, more from an entertainment perspective. You know, getting courtside seats to the game, that's an indulgence, you know, when you can go and get the discount seats off for Living Social for 30 bucks. <laughs> you know, th- those are things that I consider indulgence. Any type of well-being, whether it's getting your nails done, hair, or whatever, even taking your daughter to the salon with you or going with your husband for a couple's massage or getting pedicures together and getting your feet rubbed, that's not an indulgence. That's 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 self-preservation. That's how I look at it. The other things are not needed, but you do need these things as far as, like, your total well-being. Um, and I think we think that we don't need them. We think that we don't need massages. And there's tons of psychologists that will tell you that – when people do take care of their well-being and exercise and massage therapy, it's a huge difference in their life. There was just a study out about even just married couples versus not married couples and how financially people that were married end up making more money in their lifetime or, or keeping more financial wealth. So there's something tied to, to happiness from every kind of standpoint. You know, whether, like I said, whether it's a massage or, you know, just having a good look about you, it's it's important. And, I, you know, that's that's basically why I don't see it in indulgence because it's 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 necessary. You know, if you didn't have it, there's there's definitely a repercussion to it. And when you do have it, there, you know, you can see the benefits of it. Hello? Did I lose you? 